Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Melon Buffet Taskmaster Discussion Podcast. My name's Charlie and I'm here with my transatlantic twin, Tara. Hey guys. Um, so, Tara, what have you been doing this week? Just mostly bullshit with my teenager who's getting ready to finish school and she's been, you know, crying on and off because, you know, all her friends are going off and going away and I'm... That, yes, I have nothing to say because my life is empty. Uh, oh, wow. This is going to be fun. Everything You're revolves around my child. I've got nothing. She was in a, a, a production of Matilda yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, after it was over, she just cried all the way home in the car. Oh. <laughs> that's exciting, right? <laughs> well, that's cheery, isn't it? Well done. <laughs> I know. Way to elevate the podcast right from the start. <laughs> I have to make this into a kind of grief cast type, type of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, but just think of all that um, spare time you're going to have to to yourself when she goes off to college. Yeah, this to is true. All that time to fill. What are you going to do? I don't know, because well, it's all I've done for the last, you know, 18 years is play chauffeur. Uh-huh. So you uh, can just get drunk all the time now. It's awesome. Yeah, I don't have to, like, leave the house anymore. I can just drink. <laughs> She's already drinking. Start late in the morning, you know, a little bit. What of... time is it there? What time is it? Oh, there? it's 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 two in the afternoon. It's oh, perfectly that's, acceptable. You know, that's not early. It's beyond lunchtime. The Queen has a gin every day at lunch, apparently, which is the only thing I think is cool about her. To be and fair. I'm only drinking cider, which is you know fruit juice. It's practically a smoothie. What kind of cider is it? Like, what fruit is it made from? There's apple. all different kinds. Yeah, no, this is just regular Angry Orchard. Rose apple hard cider. It, somebody left it at my house after a party and hard cider. <laughs> okay. Well, that's well. They say that in the U.S. they differentiate hard cider because we have a non-alcoholic apple juice thing that we also call cider. Oh, that's weird. Very why? interesting, right? See, you're learning things. So that's why the alcoholic cider is specified as hard cider in the states. Okay. Never accept a soft cider, then. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you call the other one? You just got to choke on that. Yeah, we just that, call right? it apple cider. <laughs> apple cider. Apple right. cider. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think we have that. We just have <laughs> apple tizer and stuff. Like apple juice. Fizzy apple juice, I guess. But this is fun. Uh, a cultural <laughs> exchange here. Woo! <laughs> Isn't it always? Um, okay, so shall we move on to what's the next bit? <laughs> you can find us on all the social media uh, at Melon Buffet, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you have any suggestions about what you'd like to hear us discuss or if you want to tell us we're a couple of assholes and we should quit what we're doing. I mean, yeah, we, we won't, but you can tell us that. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever you think, just uh, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, please do. So let's get on with talking about this week's Taskmaster. How many times have you watched it? Uh, I actually have only watched it twice, which Ooh. is, I know. Yeah. So I, I almost feel like I'm flying blind. I don't know. <laughs> I watched it three times, but the first two times I watched it, I was drunk, so that doesn't count. So technically once. <laughs> so once. <laughs> once where I was actually paying attention, proper attention. Um, yeah. So it's called A Novel About Russian Gulags. Um, I didn't yeah. know what that was, so I went away and Googled it, and it's really depressing. Don't Google yeah. it, people. It's forced yeah. labor camps. Uh, it's similar to the Nazis and stuff. It's not very nice. People were arrested and transported to camps to carry out backbreaking manual labor, and some of them were worked to death. Cheery stuff. Who says yeah. you don't learn things from Taskmaster, right? This whole episode is <laughs> just going to be fucking uplifting, I know. <laughs> we're so miserable this week. Jesus. All right, okay. So, um... Prize task, start right off. 
the prize tasks, yeah. Best pair of things. Immediately, I've got I've got to admit, I immediately thought of tits. Like, just because when you think of a pair of things, that's what you think, isn't it? Okay, but, yeah, um, yeah. What did you think? What did you think? Well, if you were given that task, what would you bring? Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I have to admit, I probably went right to tits, too, especially thinking, like, you know, <laughs> what pleases the taskmaster? Well, so mean, somehow, so somehow... You got to work tits into it, which Lou <laughs> did, but I don't know that she did it in uh, quite a no, way that really was. Uh... Strange. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the slippers were cool. I think she would have just got away with just them. Like strapping radios onto them was just another level of mad, didn't it? Well, it was just yeah. She just had took it to that absurd level, which did seem to amuse him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. which so is kind of a great entertainment show. So, well, yeah, yeah. I mean that's a good tactic because if you can't come up with an amazing prize. Just go for the utter ri- ridiculous, the utterly yeah. ridiculous. See, I can't even talk today. Because yeah, if you amuse yeah. him enough, then you won't come in last. And sometimes mm-hmm. you could do better than you might have if you just brought a pair of fuzzy tit slippers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pretty cool, though. Um, I haven't looked to see where you can buy them yet. I should do that. <laughs> My dogs would just chew the nipples off them, to be fair. But Oh, but think of the Instagram opportunities in the meantime. <laughs> of your dogs chewing on giant tits but anyway yeah. um, and of course there was the the panda doggy style picture as well which was oh. insane it looked like someone had just drawn that yeah it was just an awful picture to begin yeah. with and i i don't know i mean it was a piece of crap but it was funny <laughs> but i don't know that it really had quite the impact that paul was hoping yeah and then i don't uh, think had- i think paul's kind of He's just there for fun. He doesn't really care. If he wins or loses, I don't think. He just like, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. And then, uh, well, Sean started off with Dame Shirley Bassey's socks. Yeah, which is gross and amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, Greg was immediately impressed. And yeah. then we find out that it's possibly not as impressive. And who else is they going to be? Who's going to leave socks in, a, in her dressing room like... That's my thought. I thought that maybe her management wouldn't confirm it because they didn't want anybody auctioning off her used socks exactly. on eBay or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I and like Greg said, he's going to choose to believe that they were hers. So. Yeah, I choose to believe it too. I think they are. I mean, they've got to be. If, that's, if that story is true. Joe, yeah. this is the second episode, and I think it's clear that he's obviously just bringing in shit prizes <laughs> Like intentionally, yeah. uh, that's his gag. He's just going to mm-hmm. bring in the shittiest nothing prize every yeah. week. And poor Ian, though. Like I think <laughs> his fault. Uh, his problem. The thing with that is, I think he would have. He possibly could have won that if um, Noel hadn't already done a similar thing in a previous series with Kasabian. Because I think when he did that, and then even that Kasabian song wasn't even as good. And I love Kasabian. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, their song was better. <laughs> Well, and Ian was just so pleased with himself, too. He was, like, so smiling and happy when it was going on. And, and (laughs) yeah, I think he thought he was going to walk away with it. But, you know, you can't beat Dame Shirley Bassey. That's it. All right. Okay. So, um, anyway, we know Shan won that one. So, um, then we moved on to the first proper task of the week, which was the most surprising long-distance moustache, which is just mad, isn't it? (laughs) um, I love how they come up with this stuff, honestly. I didn't understand it at first, but uh, well, yeah, exactly. When you said, "I'm like, I'm like, long, surprising must," I'm like, "What the fuck are they going to put on their lips?" And because <laughs> I didn't have any idea, I was like, "I nothing came to me." Usually, I watch these and I'm like, 
oh, right away, this is what I would do. I had mm-hmm. nothing. So I just had to watch. And I do love seeing like what their initial thought process was and the mm-hmm. fact that Lou immediately went to pubes. Yeah. And then <laughs> was like, please don't show this on TV. <laughs> Too late. But yeah. Yeah, so then she ended up with fake flies and apparently real mealworms, which yeah. is gross. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, disgusting. I can't even, yeah, I don't like creepy crawly things, even if they were dead and fake, and it just grosses me out. Shans, though, um, Barbie hair and lots of little Alex horns, which was <laughs> which pretty cool. I quite like that. And um, Well, no. what I loved about that was when Greg says to her, are you pleased with that? <laughs> because it was such a teacher thing to say. Every once in a while, <laughs> teacher Greg just comes out because we have all turned in some project over the years or a paper in school and you have had a teacher say some version of that to you. Mm-hmm. 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 Everybody yep. can relate to that. And that was immediately just the way he said it. You pleased with that? And yeah. I laughed my ass off. You know what made me laugh though? And, and you know everyone knows and we both agree that it's, you know the taskmaster is never wrong but he did mark her down because he said she used real hair <laughs> it's not real hair is it i didn't even catch that no yeah. barbie hair yeah maybe he thought it was but, from you know. someone named barbie i don't know oh, maybe i don't know right uh, maybe that's why right okay that would make more sense <laughs> And again, Ian was so pleased with himself with the map of lip hook. He thought that was so clever and then putting his yep. own face on it. Yeah. And yeah, no, Greg was completely unimpressed. So I think Ian's at a disadvantage straight away because he looks like a nice young boy, doesn't he? And you know what Greg's like with the, the youth. You know, <laughs> just hates them instantly. So, But I mean, I feel like he's he's not so young that Greg will despise him. Like he's just he's old enough. Yeah, so he just he looks younger though, doesn't he? He's got he does. Face. He looks like a baby. I mean, everybody looks like a baby to me because I'm old. But yeah, Mom, we were doing all right there. You were being quite upbeat. Stop being depressed. <laughs> you know, I'm, not, I'm not depressed. I'm in a perfectly good mood. <laughs> and then Paul, the cinnamon. I mean, <laughs> caviar glued to his face. <laughs> but from a distance, it actually looked like a mustache, it did. like it a poorly amazing. groomed, shitty mustache. But it mm-hmm. actually looked like a mustache. Yeah, so I really did. had no idea what we were going to zoom in on. Not that I did with any of them, but that yeah. one really was unexpected. And mm-hmm. th- so he won that test for good reason. Yeah. He nailed it. Well, you know, you're going to do something that gives you the shits for three days and you deserve to get five <laughs> points, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a caviar fan to begin with, but once you've uh, Never had it. smeared Never had it in it. glue, um, yeah. it's probably best to not consume it. Like what? He smeared it in glue, right? And then he said afterwards that it was falling off and he was just eating it. Like, how long did he have it on his face for? I don't know. Why don't you just go and chisel it off straight away? That's just insane. (laughs) Oh, man. I like him. I think he's great. He is. He's funny. Okay. I dig it, so. Task two. Second task was um, get this rice into the bottle in the living room using only the shopping basket and its contents to transport it. You weren't allowed to touch the rice unless you were using something that was either in the basket or the basket itself. Mm-hmm. So the things that were in the basket, did you catch them all? Uh, we had a couple of mangoes, yeah. some breadsticks, a straw yeah. or two, the yeah. jar of honey, a balloon. Mm-hmm. Did I miss anything? Apparently a pumice stone. I think that's what Okay, Shandy that's right. Yeah, it was dipping in. There was some sticky tape, blue tack and a comb. 
It's just insane. My immediate reaction was what in the end Lou did and Ian to some degree, but dump the honey and rinse out the jar. As soon as the task began, that was Mm -hmm. what I said. Yeah, but my initial my initial thought was put it in with the honey. <laughs> kind of like what Shad did, but then yeah. then I thought, oh maybe you could, you know, use the mango skins. Um I knew right away that somebody would probably use the yeah. mango skin like a bowl. And in all fairness, that actually worked out really well yeah. for Joe. It did, yeah. We did that straight away, didn't we? We just did that and and stuck with it and yeah, but pretty good. Sean. I mean, she was just completely lost in this one. And I lost my shit when she tried with the balloon and then blew half the rice off the table. (laughs) 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 And then she, yeah, she puts the rice in the, in the honey jar. And then we wound up with a bottle full of honey with a few grains of rice stuck in it. Yeah. That bottle right at the end, it looked like, (laughs) it looked like it was a bottle of milk that had been left outside in the baking hot sun for far too long and it, someone had spunked in it or something. It was disgusting. <laughs> You've seen like, you know, milk when it separates and that. It just looked like that, didn't it? How I don't know how, how did Alex count that stuff? Like, how did he do it? You know what I mean? Because like, she spilled it all over as well, so unless he just scooped up all the rice that was left in the lab and then measured that. Yes, d- did by subtraction. Did he you know, count everything that was on the floor that she blew away with the balloon? Um well, and then Paul, same thing. He tried. Well, first of all, there's Paul always somebody, at least once in the series, who reads the task and then completely forgets and disregards what they have just read. Mm-hmm. And being that this is only the second episode, I imagine we're going to get a bit more of that. Yeah. Well, I think to be fair to Paul, I think we spoke about it last week. He looks like he's in pain, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just his costume as well, but he looks like he's you know maybe on a day ward or something you know <laughs> <laughs> he's just dottering around and they're just giving him i mean they should just give him a basket to weave or something he might be all right but uh, <laughs> i think he must have been on some really strong painkillers or something because he just went mad didn't he yeah he you know, just he started blew picking the up. up yeah and then picked up the rice with his hands put it into the balloon <laughs> and well and then the balloon up. deflates and just shoots rice in his face yeah and he just like started eating the mango and stuff yeah i mean but, at least he had a snack it didn't go to yeah. waste so but he still you know he got a bonus point, so yeah. I think, uh, you know, just because he's a bit endearing, isn't he? But I think he just feels sorry for him, didn't he? He's like, oh, bless him. Poor little dear patient. Outpatient, bless whatever. your heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Lou had done really well, like like you say. That was cleaning it out and stuff. And, yeah, and Joe, for, for all his, you know, using the, that mango skin. Yeah. Um, Genius. Yeah. Genius. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got no complaints with, with those two on that one. <laughs> That'll be done well. Uh, and then we have uh, our team task. First mm. team task of the series. Yep. And it's always interesting to see how they set up the teams. Because in the past, we've gone kind of young and old. And mm-hmm. well, now we've got Joe and Sean versus Paul, Ian, and Lou. Yeah. There's no there's no obvious nicknames yet for them, is there? No. Little nicknames for the teams. Well, I yeah, Joe was so freaking awkward going into that oh. room. It's like, oh, a... bless him. <laughs> like I totally relate. I totally relate with him though, because like you know, when I meet someone, like if it's someone I'm not really that um, familiar with, or if I'm just meeting them for the first time, and I have to tell them my name, I feel awkward telling them my name. I mean, it's just weird. I just thought, oh, bless him. Well, and also with these people, you know, they've all got varying levels of recognition. 
So you could be walking into a room and seeing someone that you're an admirer of. Yeah, which would just... So that yeah. makes it even more awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't know. And then, and <laughs> then they're wondering, well, do they know who I am? And, you know, like this whole kind of thing. It's yeah, obviously yeah. not something you or I would have to deal with. But from their perspective, that mm-hmm. could be a thing. Like, do I need to introduce myself? Does she know who I am? Yeah. But I think as well, I think the awkwardness level was increased because he had a cup of tea and she didn't. And she went, oh, you've got a cup of tea. And he went, yeah. Instead of going, oh, would you like one? Like, that's just, that's not on. You can't do that. You're like, give me your tea. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, how rude. Like, he's lucky she didn't punch him in the face. <laughs> so the task was they had to convey to their partner or their teammates what was in the chest. Couldn't show yeah. it to them. They couldn't use any words uh, initially. First mm-hmm. minute, only facial expressions. Second minute, only noises. For the third, they could shout adjectives. Mm-hmm. And for the fourth, whisper verbs. Yeah. Well, my initial reaction was, what? I can't remember what an adjective is. So I would have been stumped. <laughs> <laughs> I know now, obviously, because I Googled it. But um, at the time, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, you <laughs> guys didn't have it. Schoolhouse Rock in the UK, did you? When I was a kid, there was this um, Saturday, like, cartoon series there were like little shorts called schoolhouse rock and they taught us all these things through these songs and they've actually turned it into a stage musical and they're about you know there were lessons there at maths and government and and grammar and all sorts of things like that so in my head when i can't remember what something is i usually hear like the appropriate schoolhouse rock song and i'm like oh okay (laughs) no i think they just told us some boring um you know, it's on a blackboard stuff. But I mean, this wasn't even in school. This was something they showed on television. Ah, yeah, okay. it was big in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Um, and now, I like I said, it's a stage musical. <laughs> yeah, it was like a little short they would play in between, like full full length shows. So uh-huh. yeah, we've Good. gone off on a tangent, but yeah. So that that made me when you said you couldn't remember what an adjective was. That's what made me think of it. I play schoolhouse rock songs in my head when I'm trying to remember how a bill becomes a law and, you know, what conjunctions are used for and, you know, things like that. <laughs> all right. All right, smart ass. All right, okay. Can we get back to the task now? Thanks yes. Well, I would have hated this task. I'm going to YouTube that later on. <laughs> you should. I would have hated this task because I cannot do anything silently. <laughs> and my my only facial expression is like utter disbelief or disapproval. Like I yeah. don't have... I, so I don't know. I wouldn't have been Me able too. to do this. Resting but, bitch face is my uh, standard face. Yeah. So. I mean, my favorite was when Lou, you know, said guest moon cup. I know. She was <laughs> guessing mad things that were in the box, like morning and stuff. Like things that could be in the box. But I think she just she just panicked, didn't she? She was guessing concepts. You know? Yeah. But Joe did as well. He, he guessed forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And Alex was like, you think there's a forehead in the chest? Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you know what? I read a, a, a an interview that Alex did. Um, you know, he's been doing that. Everyone's been doing the tasks in the book and stuff. Yeah. Apparently, someone sent him a human heart in a jar. Oh Jesus Christ! I don't know which task it was, but yeah, he got sent a heart. Oh. <laughs> How mad is that? Okay. Anyway, that's his side. <laughs> I'll find the interview and I'll see what else he said. Um, but I do remember reading that and thinking that's insane. <laughs> Yeah, and he's invited um, and he's invited all the people that have got the book to a picnic. So I just hope that person doesn't go and like murder them or whatever. 
I know when I first got the book and I saw that, I was like, I immediately wanted to look at flights. I'm like, I want to go. <laughs> yeah. But I'm poor, as we have mentioned. So that's not happening. You were really up and down this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's a journey. Oh, it's a journey. Um, who won? Right, so... Um, who won Joe the task? And Joe and Sean. Joe and Sean won the task. So that's they right. did really well. Like Initially, I didn't know what the hell Sean was. You know, she's just doing up, down, up, down. And he was not picking it up. But then... Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he just she started making noises, which again, her noises, I don't know what they were intended to convey, but somehow. I mean, what noises could you make? I was talking about this with someone, and the only noises, I don't know, I don't even know if you were getting away with it, like make a n noise and then a s, mm. and then, you know, like when you're doing the directions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's a hard task, though. I don't think I would have, I would have cracked up. I think. No, I, I would have failed miserably at this task. Yeah. I fully admit that. Yeah, um, so, yeah, Joe and Sean nailed it. They got it pretty damn quickly, I think, it considering. It was really good. Not one of my favorite tasks. I, I'll say that. It wasn't uh, even as entertaining to watch, except for the interesting guesses that they were throwing out. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, yep. Just my opinion. It wasn't the, it wasn't the best task of the, of the episode. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, so then we had the next task, which was outside in a field, and it was travel the furthest distance whilst making a constant noise with your mouth, mm-hmm. um, which is also oh, I would have hated to do that as well. I've tried. I've been trying since then, making noises with it that I could con- continue to make whilst breathing in and out. Have you been doing that too? Uh, I I mean I can't. I'm I'm fat and you know I can't <laughs> breathe, so forget it. Uh, like there's there's no no continuous noise other than the sound of my running voice, but that's not really continuous, so never mind. Do you think it would have been easier to walk and make a continuous noise than just running like everyone done? Well, I thought about it because I mean, running you're really getting at, you're get, you're more apt to get out of breath unless you are yeah. in phenomenal shape. Mm-hmm. But you have to weigh that against walking. You've got to sustain that noise longer. So it's yeah. kind of a double-edged sword. I see. It better just to take a deep breath and just bolt on you. <laughs> to try and cover as much distance as possible before you yeah. lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, Ian showed that if you don't choose the right noise, it's all yeah, for nothing. I'm glad he did because now everyone can beatbox. <laughs> 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 like, don't tell me you weren't sitting... Uh, man, I was working from home on Thursday and I was saying boots and cats to myself a lot. <laughs> It's addictive. Once you start doing it, you can't stop. <laughs> and I was laughing as well because I'm insane. Uh, I shouldn't be left on my own too much. <laughs> but um, it also works with bucket of chicken and cup of tea. And I learned that from um, Rod Gilbert's radio show. Because <laughs> right, weirdly, so. weirdly, um, the last radio show he did was at the MacFest, you know, the comedy um, yeah. festival. I only just listened to it on Thursday. And there was uh, an act on, like, a guest who does beatboxing, and they mm-hmm. were trying to teach Rod Gilbert how to do beatboxing. Uh, you, you can't. <laughs> He's too Welsh. He's too Welsh. You can't do it. You should listen to it. And it, like, if you have not listened to it, you should. It's so funny. Um, but it does work with bucket of chicken and cup of tea as well. But Greg learned, and he was so pleased with this he revelation. Was. He was. We're going to see that again, I think. And, you know, Butter Gaza works too. <laughs> Well, I don't know that I'll be beatboxing anytime soon, but uh, yeah, it was a fun little 
fun it's little fun revelation. Little it's a fun little thing to do on your own when no one's listening. You'll see, you'll note that I'm you'll note that I'm not doing it now because someone might listen to this, <laughs> and uh, I don't want and, you know I can't. <laughs> no, but yeah. So and again, Joe, um, Dark Horse just yeah. screamed and ran. <laughs> I think he's he's definitely the physical person out of the out of the group this this time round, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's really nailing it. So again, I mean, it was a fun little task, a quick one. Um, yeah. That's another fun one people could do at home yeah. for parties and things like that. I'll probably throw that one into this year's shindig. But yeah, so there you go. And then it was the final task of the show, the live studio task, which I thought was great. I loved it. Say a species of bird, eat a grape, and then shout a competitor's name within five seconds of hearing your own name, whilst uh, the taskmaster shines a really bright torch in your face. And you could not repeat the name of any bird that had previously been spoken, so you had yeah. to remember what had already been said. Yeah, these are these are great ones. Like these are proper, you know, Christmas party game ones, aren't they? They're really good. And how how cool did Joe look when he was doing it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think I would suck at this. I don't yeah. know how many types of birds, but I mean, you could do it with anything. It doesn't have to be birds. But I would just say crow and pigeon, and then that would be it. <laughs> And that's only because they come in my garden all the time. So <laughs> I probably would have pulled an Ian, you know, like Balaflu, and because on the well, because on the fly, if I say you know, crested whiffle, who's going to know? <laughs> like in that moment that it's going, you know, North American yeah. polyglot, you know, I don't know. Nobody's going to think that's a good one. if that's you a good, make it sound. Yeah, Bella Real. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I think Alex knew because he reacted and then he just laughed and then it just carried on. <laughs> it was cool that he admitted it though. <laughs> you know, like I mean if I was hosting and people started pulling out names like that, I would well, yeah, okay, maybe that's a bird. What the fuck do I know? Yeah. You'd have to pause the game. I'm not get, an ornithologist. I, I don't know. Get your phone out and Google it. Google is your friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Google everything. Uh, <laughs> so yeah anyway Paul ended up winning that because Lou shot herself in the foot by saying something that she'd already said I think Chaffinch yep I think she'd already said that someone did anyway um, but she ended up winning the episode anyway so that's yeah. like one one to Lou and one to Ian yeah and uh, but Ian kind of lost his steam this time around and he did. came in last this episode did. so yeah. but he's still in second for the series so I mean yep. it's still so early on that it doesn't really matter. Anything could happen, but um, well, Ian, Joe, and Sean are all within one point of each other. It's like it's really close for second yeah. and third at the minute. So that's that's this week's episode. Mm-hmm. So we decided that um, for the next couple of weeks, each week we're going to take one of the contestants and talk a little bit about them, their life, their career. You know, uh, I may not know as much about them as uh, Charlie does, being over in the UK. So I might learn a few things, but who knows, she could be learning right along with me. Um, so we just thought it'd be interesting to give each contestant uh, a little bit of time dedicated to talking about what they've got going on. So this week, we're going to do uh, Ian Sterling. So what did you uh, find out this week about your countrymen? Oh, God, I've, I've written down a lot of stuff. Uh, some of it might be good, some of it might not. So I, uh, I just went on Wikipedia, which is the first thing you do. Sure. <laughs> so uh, Ian Andrew Sterling, which is a really Scottish name, he <laughs> is, uh, like we talked about before, he's 31 and he's from Edinburgh. So um, he's the first Scot on Taskmaster, which is awesome. An interesting thing I did find out about him was he studied law at university and he uh, started stand up in his last year of studying law at university and he went and won a couple of competitions or he, he could be, it was a finalist in a couple of competitions. That was it. 
I think he was in the Chortle Student of the Year or whatever, and he got beat by Joe Lysett. Yep, yep. He came in uh, runner-up to Joe Lysett in 2009. Yeah, 2009. He's won a kid's BAFTA. Um, it's not a BAFTA for children. It's a, a BAFTA for his work on The Dog Ate My Homework, which he presented and co-wrote for five series. Um, I can't pretend that I watched it because I hadn't. I haven't. <laughs> I've seen little clips of it, and it just—it's too mental. I can't—I can't watch it. I'm sorry, Ian. I know that you're listening. But I can't watch it. Um, but he was nominated four times, and he did win eventually. So well done. Um, he's wrote a book called oh. "Not Ready." No, yeah, he's, he's written a book called "Not Ready to Adult Yet," and it's got a companion podcast that goes along with it. I so fucking relate to that. Yeah, not at all. I was going to say I read the book yesterday, but it's just a complete lie. I didn't. I can't. <laughs> Can't read a book in a day. Come on, <laughs> it does. It does sound like a book that is right up my alley, though, because at nearly forty-five, well, I'm still not ready to adult. Well, the synopsis on from his website is uh, what life is really like for millennials and how to navigate it better. Obviously, he's famous as the voiceover for Love Island, which as well I don't watch because it's trash. Um, <laughs> it doesn't appeal to me. No, it, it might be good. You know, like, I just, I, that kind of stuff I don't don't like. Do you like that kind of? I no, I don't generally watch those types of shows, and Love Island has not made its way over here for an American version. Uh Um, So I've I've seen clips of it online, but it that's not really my jam. Yeah, I've not watched it at all. Um, He's got a lot of different spectacles. (laughs) He's always wearing different glasses. I follow him on Instagram as well. He's always got different glasses on. Likes to play computer games a lot. It's cool. on Comedy Central this week, I don't know if it's been on over there with you guys, but he's he's recorded a 20-minute stand-up special that's been on telly this week. It was recorded in Camden in London. Um, oh, I will have to check that out. I did watch some bits of his stand-up uh, this week because I uh-huh. wasn't familiar with a lot of his work, yeah. and I, I found him to be pretty damn funny. Yeah, he is. He's good. Well, um, another thing I found while I was Googling him was um, he was in The Scotsman, Recently, alongside the likes of Billy Conley and Kevin Bridges, who everyone knows, like famous Scottish comics, for mm-hmm. some of the best one-liners. You got two of them in there. I'm going to read them out to you. All right? All right. So, this first one is, I'm learning the hokey-cokey. Not all of it, but I've got the ins and outs. <laughs> and this one I like better. It's my favourite. Sushi is so healthy, even the food is on a treadmill. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so... Another thing that he was in recently that I don't know if you'll see, it's on Comedy uh, Central as well, I think. This is Comedy Boss. Have you seen that? I, I did. Now, wait. I'm just going to stop you for one minute. Did you uh-huh. say the hokey cokey? Yeah. Because this is another thing. We call it the hokey pokey. That's rude. In the US. And I just, that- it just dawned on me. I'm like, wait, is that what she fucking said? Is that why you didn't laugh? That was a good joke. I've never heard. <laughs> the hokey pokey. No, I did. I'm just saying. That sounds like some sort of sexual assault. Well, it does, but I just, you know, I just, it just hit me. I'm like, I, I never realized that that was different. Yeah. That's a totally stupid thing, but I, I just had a realization. And I had to interrupt you. So there you okay. go. That's fine. I'm just, I'm just, like, I've written down all this stuff. That's insane. Um, I did watch a few clips from the comedy bus. Yeah. That looks and I thought that was yet. really good when he was, uh, you know, drinking in the kilt shop and then uh, yeah. the party for his parents. Yeah. yeah. And that, looks like a show I'd really be interested in because it had a great group of people on it and I'm yeah. going to try and hunt it down uh, to check out a few okay. of the episodes. I might be able to find them for you. I'll have a look. Um, 
Okay, so I'm just about that's just about me. I do have one other little story that someone I know that knows Ian personally told me. Okay. Uh, it's not it's not any gossip or anything, but he almost gave up stand up um years ago because he had a really bad gig, which everyone does. Um it was like it was one of those I think it was like um where they go and do gigs for like soldiers and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like and, um and he was having a bad one and there was a guy heckling him. And so he did that. He made a mistake by saying, do you want to come up here and do it yourself? And the guy mm. came up. <laughs> Killed. The guy came up. No, and he just um, pretended to um, abuse him, I think. I think that's oh. the best way of putting it. And so apparently in the car on the way back, he said, that's it. I'm never doing stand-up ever again. Oh, man. But thankfully he did because yeah. he's on Taskmaster. And that's the only reason why anyone ever does stand-up is to be on Taskmaster now, I think. Oh, so. Exactly. Um, I mean, yeah, I hunted down some of his stand up this week and I, yeah. I found him really funny. I watched a few clips like he's done voiceovers for help my supply teachers magic um, <laughs> and 12 again, which that's a fun little show because they talk to all different comedians and uh-huh. actors about what things were like when they were 12. And the particular uh-huh. episode I watched was the Doctor Who special mm-hmm. where um, – they were talking to all the different actors from Doctor Who and their relationship to Doctor Who when they were 12. Okay. Um, but he's got a great voice for mm-hmm. doing that type of voiceover presenting, especially for the kids shows, because he's got Very a real enthusiasm about him that makes him perfect to present shows for kids. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, like you said, at the same time, he's the voice of Love Island. So, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I think he's really well suited to that. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's definitely done a lot of stuff. He's, done a lot of lot of different things that I hadn't realized before I looked into him a little bit. I saw one Twitter Q&A. I was asked what his spirit animal was. And evidently, it's a cow. So there you go. Take Why? that and do what it... I don't know. He didn't explain. He did not, you know, go Maybe into like it further. Milk. Like milk or grass? Cows eat well, he is a vegetarian. Oh. Is he? Or at least when this this interview was a few years old, but he had mm. recently become a vegetarian. Oh, see, so go. whether he still that. is, I don't know. Um, but so that may be his, uh, why his spirit animal is a cow, or maybe he just thought cow was a funny answer. Because yeah. what, uh, why do comedians say anything if you know, they laugh. don't think they're being funny? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't have anything else on Ian Sterling. Do you? Uh, no, not really. I kind of uncovered about the same bits that you did. Yeah. You had a little bit more than me, but... um, I didn't look that far, to be honest. I looked yeah. on his website and on, uh, I think, Wikipedia. Yeah, I just did a little bit of Googling, some YouTube videos and stuff, but um, yeah, I wasn't that familiar with him. I'd heard of him, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in seeing more of his stand-up and learning more about him and seeing more of him. But this is a great thing about Taskmaster for me, anyway. Like, there's people that they have heard of, and to then once you watch them on this, you kind of, you, you know, you become a, not attached to them, but you know, what I mean, you feel like you know them a bit more, and you go off and you look at what else they do. Um, so I think it's a good thing. It's a good yeah. springboard for comedians to go on it as well, obviously, because they get all this exposure and stuff. And yeah, everyone that's been on it's gone. Yeah. On it. they've either they've either already been, you know, very well known, like Bob Mortimer and stuff, or they go off and. They seem to be catching people on their way up, you know, like James A. Caster is the hot thing now at the mm-hmm. minute. And, you know, he was on their last series only, so yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, I've absolutely been turned on to quite a few people that I've become pretty big fans of yeah. from the show. Because obviously here in the US, I don't always have the opportunity to hear about these people 
mm-hmm. um, unless they're on TV. I mean, I find them through YouTube and other things, but there's, um, yeah, there's been quite a few people I've been turned on to and I've uh, really started to enjoy their work. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's one of the things I like about it that they don't, they're not obsessed with getting names on the show. It's not all about having these big draws like oh we've got to get super famous people because that's what's going to get us ratings or whatever which is the problem with a lot of shows and movies and things like that is they always feel like they've got to have the quote-unquote box office draw they've got to have the big names and i like that uh for them it's about who they think is going to do the best at these tasks whether we've never heard of you or you're you know a seasoned vet it doesn't yeah. matter. It's if Alex thinks you've got what it takes to be entertaining, whether that's being good at the task or bad at the task, but whether you can be entertaining um, while yeah. doing the tasks, that's all that matters. It's a good mix of, of people as well, isn't it? Because there'll be, you know, you don't want to have five people that are all going to do the same, take the same approach. And they never do that, do they? They always end up with a good mix. So it's really good. Love it. Now we're going to talk about what have we learned this week. And Charlie's got a few little bits and bobs she's picked up. So what yeah. do you got for us? Okay, so um, this section is just what is everyone related to Taskmaster this series been doing recently? Or what are they going to be doing? So um, Alex is on tour with his band at the minute, uh, the horn section. Um, mostly down in England, I think. So, But he's, he seems to be doing gigs every few days. Um, so if you're going to see them, then well done, because I think tickets are quite scarce and they're meant to be really good. Um, Greg has, or T- Lord Taskmaster, sorry. So we allowed to call him Greg? I don't know. Show some respect, I don't know. The Lord and Taskmaster, Lord Greg, has been in Leicester um, on Friday night doing a podcast uh, for Carrie uh, Lloyd's Griefcast, um, talking about his his dad, him and Barry Castagnola. Uh, I don't know if Barry was talking about his dad as well, but um, we'll, we'll find out soon when that's released. Um, that was for Loris Hospice, who he's a patron of, which everyone knows. They're good good disciples of the Taskmaster should know that. Um, Lou Sanders is also on tour. Um, I don't know where, but <laughs> she's definitely on tour as well. Paul Sinna has been in the news, and this one's really exciting. Um, because of uh, an episode of The Chase, you know, the, the program that he does? You ever seen yep. it? Yeah. I haven't seen <sighs> it, but I know of it. I have seen it. It's... Uh... It's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a, I found a news story this week because someone, a contestant on the show, made English degrees sound trivial by saying, well, everyone's got an English degree. Uh, whilst he, and he was there and he pulled her up on it. Um, and that was in the fucking news, believe it or not. Right. <laughs> and Shan, Shan was nominated for a BAFTA alongside Peter Kay uh, right. for a comedy writer. Um, for the um, the car share, car share, which is a massive hit over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, though, she didn't win. Um, Daisy May and Charlie Cooper, Daisy May Cooper and Charlie Cooper won it. But um, yeah, she seemed she had a great time. She looked lovely, and uh, yeah, that's it. Really exciting, like I said. Yeah. Well, what I'll do is I'll put some links in the show notes um, yeah. to if you know if there are tickets available or where you can look for tickets for any of these yeah. people that I are on tour actually. and things like that. I'll um I'll you know those will be in the show notes. So. Oh, one other thing. Uh, the Have you watched those Taskmaster Mind videos on YouTube? Have I? I, I don't haven't. know. What day is it? I don't think I have. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so last week we were talking about how there hasn't been any, there hasn't been as much promo and interviews and things like that for this series. But if you go onto YouTube now, you'll find there is 
Taskmaster mm-hmm. Mind interviews for each of the contestants for this series. Um, so you should go on YouTube mm-hmm. and check those out. Awesome. And I'll see if I can find some links to that and put that in the show notes as well for anybody interested. Yep. Um, all right. So I think that pretty much wraps it up for us this week. Again, you can find us on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Melon Buffet. Send us an email, melonbuffet at gmail.com. Tell us what you'd like us to talk about related to the show, even if it's from a past series, because once this series is up, we will delve into the last seven series of Taskmaster and, and beyond that, you know, it's, it's uh, roots at fringe and things like that. So anything you're interested in, just shoot us an email or send us a message on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, we'll be back with another episode next week. 